Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome into another episode of your Primetime Titans. What a game against the Texans. We're here to recap it for you, but first, some big news and announcement for the Primetime Titans pod. I feel like we, uh, we're official now. We are more than Primetime Titans now. We are a sponsored podcast. Yes, we are. And we are sponsored with the Pigskin Podcast Network. Um, and we joined that network. We're the Primetime Titans with the Pigskin Podcast Network. We've sold out, JG. We've sold out. I, we've got big podcasts. We're all putting in our two weeks today. I'm just kidding because I know you got some work with work <laughs> colleagues. We are not putting our two weeks in. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm letting it get to my head. Here's where we take off. We're going. We're going places. No, but we're really excited. The Pigskin Podcast Network is is um, a great network that we're joining. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we've got a deal with um, the Pigskin Podcast Network has a deal with DraftKings Sportsbook. So um, – You'll be hearing some ads from You'll us. You'll be hearing some here ads on from out. us. We've Absolutely. sold out. We've sold out. Yep. We're corporate now. We have to wear suits to record. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I did not get the memo of the new suit uh, dress code, but Pettit and Robert may have. No. Anyway, totally that's... Uh, We're rambling. In a lot of ways, it's a kudos to you, our loyal listeners. The, the, we, we know who you are. You reach out to us. You, uh, you text us. You say thank you. It means a lot. We do this just for fun, and it's nice to... Uh, you know, to take a step forward and at least know enough people are listening to us and like us that somebody wants to wants to pay us to advertise on our show. So we'll take it. Um, hopefully we can keep giving you guys good Titans content. And hopefully you enjoy this this episode of the Titans moving from four and two to five and two and taking a stranglehold on top of the AFC South, where the king continues to reign supreme. Um so, without further ado, please welcome in the fourth member of the Primetime Titans, who is also excited to be on the Pigskin Podcast Network, our dear friend, Mr. Johnny Cash. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling on down the side Alright, here we go. Primetime Titans, it's JG. This is Pettit. And this is Robert. And uh, we are here to talk about the Houston Texans game. Another win. Five was that? It's five in a row, right? It's five in a row. Five and two, seventeen to ten. It it really I don't know. The score did not the score did not reflect how much of a butt kicking that was because we literally ran all over them and they got a garbage time touchdown at the end. But at the end of the day, the Titans are five and two. We beat another divisional opponent. I mean, you can't really can't really complain as much right now. When it comes to the record and how we keep winning, but we want to. But you probably can complain about how the actual the team's actually playing. But I mean, what do we think? What I I don't know. I think we, we are think? the worst good team in football at the moment. Are we worse than the Jets? Are we worse than the Giants? 
Uh, those are other well, we lost the Giants because our buddy Randy Bullock missed a 48 yard field goal. That's We're going to bring that up every week. Um, <laughs> and you did it again against the Texans? Yes, he did. Thankfully, it wasn't a game winner that he missed. I think we it's fair to bring that up until he hits a game winner and he counteracts his, his ills. I think it's fair to bring up the rest of the year. I mean, that's a win we should have that that's we don't. True. No, I joke a little bit that we're the, we're the, we're the worst good team in football, um, but it is a little bit true. It is, it is a little bit true. We have a good defense. I think everybody agrees. Great. We have a great defense. We have a great defense. And it's only getting better. And it's only getting better. But we have yet, other than the Bills, we've yet to play a legit offense yep. like we're about to play against Kansas City and like we're going to play against Philadelphia and like it looks like Dallas is now pretty legit and Cincinnati. I know they had a pretty bad game last night against the Browns, but still, that's a good offense. Um, we've got some tests coming up, and I'm not sure from what I've seen so far, I'm convinced that we're going to fare well in those tests. But like you said, we keep winning. We keep adding a win to that win column. We keep at those digits keep going up. And you got to give your hat off to Mike Vrabel. We are a tough-nosed, hard-working football team. And, and that goes a long way in the NFL. Yeah, we – Essentially, on Sunday, locked up the AFC South, in my opinion. I mean, we're 3-0 and in the AFC South. Only team in the AFC South to win on Sunday. Yeah, Colts yeah. And the, the Jags, Jags and Colts losing as well helped that. And the Jags sure. are just looking worse and worse. So, I just I, – I think it's fair to say that, you know, the playoffs are ours this year. Just playoffs? We're locking in. We're locking in. The, 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 division the division's ours. The division's ours. Like, we're going that to the playoffs. I thought, yeah, I took that as – we're winning the playoffs. No, no. <laughs> it's a big jump. Yes, we're winning the Super Bowl because we just beat the Texans Whoa. on Sunday. Um, it's crazy what a game can do to you. Pretty, pretty ugly first half. Uh, that was that was hard to watch. That was very the Malik pick. I was just like, okay, here we go. And then just, the Robert Woods fumble I was just like, man, that was some ugly football there, back to back, right there. Yeah, I think we probably were watching a film this week. And the coaching staff knew we do not have to play Tannehill to win this game. Because Malik, did he throw a pass in the second half? One. He threw one pass in the second half. We'll get into Malik in, in here in a second, I'm sure. But um, yeah. very, very, very evident as the game was going on that Derrick Henry is just – he owns the Houston Texans. He really just owns the AFC South. He is king. He's king of the South. That's yeah. Actually, that's a good point. He really is. He has – uh, six games in his career of over 200 yards with two touchdowns, and four of them come against the Texans. <laughs> the last four <laughs> there's games. Not, the last four in a row against yeah, the Texans. Yeah, he has played. Four in a row against the Texans, and the next closest running back that's done anything like that was LT, and he only has three total. That's insane. Yeah. Those are Hall of Fame numbers. I mean, now, the man, we, we've, the already locked, we've already locked him up as a Hall of Famer. That, Do, that's not even a debate anymore. So Derek, okay, Derek's currently at 755 yards rushing on the year, okay? okay. And we all know Derek, this is about where he starts He's to turn it on. He's going to pick it up, yeah. He starts to, that some people, some podcasts call him the Yeti. Uh, the Yeti. The Yeti, yeah. Some fantasy football fantasy football podcasts I listen to calls him the Yeti because he does so well when it gets cold. Okay, I was going to um, say, can you explain? And uh, and some people, you know, D. Hember is a thing. Yep. And... Devember? Is that going to be a thing as well? What? Why? 
November. Oh, maybe. <laughs> well, here's what I'm saying. Do we want to start peaking just a little bit at that 2,000-yard 2, season again? He's at 755 through seven games, so he's averaging over 100 yards a game. And we all know he's capable of maybe another 200-yard game against the Texans, probably. He's got two more against the Jags. A couple against the Jags. He's got think about some that. really bad run defenses coming up. The Chargers, terrible run defense. Um, so we, we have – I didn't know you are going to give me this excited this We morning. have <laughs> – I'm not saying we should start projecting it, but a couple more big games like that, and our boy is uh, maybe going for the first ever two-time 2,000-yard rusher. And Listen, we're going to give him the ball 30 times a game. Because we cannot throw it. Hold on. Uh, do you know that about Derrick Henry? Because did you end up doing that trade? I did fantasy? not um, okay. do it. it. I might pull the trigger this week. Okay. We'll see. Well, Jonathan Taylor had another bad week, so yes. Robert was potentially going to deal. Uh, sorry to reveal some stuff. I don't know. No, if you, it's okay. If you, I don't know if your league mates listen to this or anything. Maybe I'm. They do. Uh, so maybe we'll, we'll cut it there <laughs> maybe, to maybe keep from. Revealing the strategy, but let me just read. Let me just read some run defenses that are below average that we've got coming up. Kansas City, below average run defense. Green Bay, great against the pass, below average run defense. We know the Jags, very below average. The Chargers and the Texans. That is one, two, three. That is six of our next ten games against below average run defenses. I mean, we could be sitting here around week 15 or 16 thinking, all right, he's got like 350 yards to go kind of thing. We'll see. He's that was so much fun to follow in 2020. So I, I really hope that that happens again. Because also, if, that, if that's happening, that means we're at least probably in some football games. So, Yeah, totally. Um, while y'all – I'm going to look up and see how many yards Chubb has now, because I think Derek's close to leading the league in rushing. I think, I think, Chubb, I think Saquon's in first right now. Uh, it might be Chubb. Chubb had 101 last night. So, uh, Well, going into the game yeah, last night, I think Chubb. Saquon had first. Then it's Chubb. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah. Chubb's got 841. Saquon has 779, and Derek's at 755. The next closest is Jacobs, and he's about 80 yards away. So there's – I mean, Chubb's got a pretty healthy lead. Um Saquon and Derek are, you know, about 50, 60 yards behind. So we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But um, you don't have to worry about Derek getting the opportunity. He is going to get fed the rock from here on out. Yep. Pettit, I know you had some thoughts about the game. Yeah. I sent you some of my thoughts uh, yesterday because it, it was an interesting game in terms of how the team played overall. Um one of my points was on Malik, and I think we're going to talk about that later, but um, also I'll skip that one. The next one was on Derrick Henry, and I said the the beast has officially awoken. He he is taking over games. He is. Look, I know that was one of the worst run defenses in the league, but he was running hard. He was yeah, he running was. fast. He was – okay, one of my favorite plays was a little throw that Malik had to uh, – Derek, it was just like a basically ran out to the flat and Malik ran out with him and then basically threw it just like four yards to him. Derek caught it, probably three yard gain, and the defender comes at him and Derek just shoves him <laughs> forward. <clears throat> and then the another guy comes at him and he just sw- side swipes him 
and he turns a three-yard gain of maybe getting decked that any other running back would just get decked to a nine-yard gain, yeah. and like eight guys have to tackle him. Um, so that play stood out to me. And he then was an, running angry. He was yeah. running angry. And then the his touchdown, his his thirty-ish yard touchdown or something like that. I don't think there's another running back in the league that scores that on that play. He broke through and then cut it all the way to the left and just outran people and then just bullied two guys into the end zone. Yeah. I was like, I don't think there's another running back that scores on that his, play. His dive into the end zone was hilarious It to was. Me. It was like a dead fish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, I mean, he got in, but it was like he just, yeah, it's like he stopped at the one or right before the goal line and just hopped yeah, on. Yeah, he kind of like tumbled in there. Just had enough kinda momentum that no one could stop him. It did look a little painful. I, w- I kind of did think that, but Do, it's does Derek he, Henry, so. Does he look like – we all? I know he gets better as the year goes on, but does he just look like quicker? Yeah. Like he was sidestepping Texans defenders and yeah. making some jump cuts that I was like, I don't think I he, saw that a month ago. He's adding moves to his his arsenal his right repertoire. Now. His repertoire. <laughs> and it's beautiful to watch. And most <laughs> most twenty eight year old running backs with this kind of mileage are not adding moves to yeah. their repertoire. They're and just yeah. not. And if they I are, the they're not repertoire. working. <laughs> repertoire is a great word. Great word. Sorry, go ahead. Derek's Pettit. repertoire. <laughs> you keep going, Pettit. I know you got more. All right. So I I picked up on something during the game, real quick, Pettit, about his moves that uh-huh. I wanted to mention. So you know how early in Derek's career he would bounce it a lot, and they almost mm. they had to get onto him because like you're huge. Just go stick <laughs> your head in, in the hole and get four yards. And then every now and then he'll he'll use the bounce as like a change up and he'll make a corner look stupid. Like he did it against the Colts. He's done it against the Jags forever. That thing where he goes into the line of scrimmage and he cuts and he bounces around the corner. Y'all know that move I'm talking about. Yep. He could do that every time, right? It feels like, but I think I picked up on something on the broadcast, Derek Vrabel and Todd Downing were all in a circle. And I think I saw Derek say it's open. And I think, so I think maybe what they've, they've started to do is they're setting it up as the game goes on there. He's hitting the hole. He's running to the line of scrimmage. And then they kind of call a play where it's like, all right, now you're going to go to that move because the corner's set up. And the very next play they ran it and Derek stuck his foot in the ground and ran it for like 20 yards and made the corner look stupid. Yeah, Robert, you, I mean, it's like a pretty good scouting report. Hopefully no uh, Chiefs personnel are listening in on this because – some good stuff right there. Hey, good stuff. But even if they do listen, do you think they can stop it? <laughs> it's, it's still coming. All right. Pet it. Um, yeah. I mean, I will say another thing about Derek and Hilliard. They both ran with just incredible vision, too. It seemed like every path they chose was like the right the right move. Like yeah. Hilliard's like 30 ish yard run was incredible, too. So and that was a great play design having Derek swing out yeah. and Malik fake the screen pass to him. Yeah. There was a couple creative plays by Todd Downing. Again, I'm, I don't know why he just can't design good passing plays, but he he's not he does not do great passing plays. But yeah. he was throwing a lot. Of, there was a ton of movement on the O line or on the before the snap pre snap yeah. uh, during the game. But next point I was going to make was the O line looked like a different O line. They were working hard and. I think a lot of it might have to do with they were playing a really bad defense. Yeah. A. Texas with their terrible. best run stopping D lineman out. Yeah. So I think that that played a big role. But I also, in case some listeners don't know, um, 
the Titans won, or Derek and Ben Jones won angry runs on uh, Good Morning Football. And uh, the video it's basically the, the play last, yeah. awesome. about last week or this week? Last week. Okay. And it's basically a play where Derek runs and probably gets stopped about six yards in or something. And then the O line, especially Ben Jones, picks up Derek and carries him for what, five, six more yards? Yeah, we got a first down. And yeah. we got a first down because of basically it. Basically won the game. And they basically chose that angry run because of Ben Jones and picking him up and being hurt doing that and then hugging Brabel afterwards. And just having this emotional moment, and I think I think the the Titans O line saw that, and they're like, we're getting some recognition for being this tough, tough O line, yeah. And this run, uh, o, running O line, and I think they might have had an extra little surge of energy on that. So, I, I that was a cool moment to see them after last week just be like, you know what, we're stepping our game up as a run, a run O line. As bad as they've been, and, and as down as we are on that O line. I, it doesn't matter to me that the Texans were bad or are bad at run defense. I'm just glad that we – like any positive momentum I'll take. You know what I mean? Yep. Any any positives that we can take from the O-line, I don't want to make excuses for. Let's just encourage those guys. Hopefully it can build. Um, yeah, and let's just start to kind of pick it up for sure. Yeah. Um, so let's take a quick break in the action and let's hear from our sponsors – DraftKings Sportsbook. So let me let me paint you this scenario. You know, your your teams maybe you're uh, you're coming back and your your kicker's lining up for an onside kick. The chances of regaining possession are slim. Stakes are high and the tension is higher. Your pulse racing. He kicks and you watch as the ball lands. Make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. So, when it comes to the Titans and Chiefs, Pettit, Robert, and I are going to tell you some matchups we're liking, things from the Titans-Chiefs games we're liking. Um, I personally, Robert Pettit, am thinking Titans plus 260 to be within the 21 to 30 range because obviously we can't get past the 24 points. Sometimes we don't even get there, like the 17 against the Texans. But Chiefs defense, we could we could maybe do some stuff. I think within 21 to 30 points, it's plus money. Go for it. That's mine. I like it. I like it a lot. I am thinking about doing a little parlay here. Um, I'm going to go first score yards under minus uh, under 21 and a half. It's minus 115. She got a little bit of juice, but we're going to combine that. All right. We're going to combine that with a little Titans plus 12 and a half. Uh, I don't think we're going to win this game, but I don't think we're going to lose by more than 12 and a half because I think Derek is going to keep us in this game. So a little first score under 21 and a half. You know we're not going to have a, a, a score bigger than 20 yards. And you know what? I think we're going to double team Kelsey. And I don't think they're going to have a long touchdown on us to score first. So a little parlay there. Um, let's see what those odds get you. Pettit, you go while I uh, create this little guy here. Yeah. <laughs> I am locking in Titans team total touchdowns over one and a half. 
I'm going to lock that in. Titans are definitely scoring more than two, I guess more than two touchdowns and they're going to they're going to show just, the Chiefs could be just one player in Derrick Henry. It could just be one player <laughs> and it could be garbage time for all I know, but they're going to score more than two touchdowns. Yeah, so um Robert, are you are you uh stirring that up over there if if you don't end up getting the full odds? I would guess that it would be quite a bit. What it, it is. What do you, it, is uh, it is. It is plus one eighty. There you go. So we're looking at plus money. We're trying to make y'all some money, and to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game day, all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins. Just place a five dollar bet on any football game. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so now let's talk about the defense because they deserve some talking about. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of liked that just now. I did too. They crushed it. We are. This is a Super Bowl-type winning defense. Is that fair to say? Uh, okay, wait. Defensive line. <laughs> I, it's a Super Bowl type. Like, we have the – what I'm saying – I'm not saying we're winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> you really came out hot. Sorry. Now you're backpedaling pretty <laughs> aggressively. <laughs> it's the look you're giving me, Robert. Yeah, you could have like, looked no. Robert's favorite. Like, no, uh, it's because basically, basically what I'm saying is, like, our offense is not great and our secondary is suspect at times. But I just think the way – like, you look at a lot of the Super Bowl winning teams, they have unreal – pass rush in an unreal like front seven I mean the way that our front seven's playing is dangerous and we are a legitimate defense when it comes to that I get that we still can give up a ton of pass yards we can give up a ton to you know the second receiver or whatever um but here's, I don't know here's I, why, I just, I just feel why I like paused. we're legit here's why I paused we gave up 41 points to the Bills and looked like we didn't belong in the same field as them. Okay, a month I, I ago. get that. No, th- that's so. When you say Super Bowl winning defense, I want to see us hold. We, we've held the Colts and the Texans to ten points the last two games each. Commanders seventeen points. Colts before that seventeen points. Raiders twenty two points. Those are winning numbers in the NFL. However, I want to see us do this against the Chiefs. I want to see us do this against the Bengals, the Eagles. Even the Chargers, Cowboys. Let's that's fair. Let's see this defense play this way against good competition before we start saying Super Bowl defense. I think they're capable. I think the talent's there. We got a few holes that man. I'm Harold quick to Landry, forget a 41 point depth. Or yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. I don't. I get yeah. Maybe I'll take that back a little bit. And let's I'm, say let's let's the way we're playing right now is insane. Because that defense on last few Sundays was not what played on that Monday night against the Bills. We were that hurt, off, we were those offenses then. that we've been playing we were not the hurt. same as the Bills' offense, which That's true. no so offense in the NFL. Big test coming up yeah, Sunday night. Big test coming up with the Chiefs. We, it's, it's important to see how we've grown as a defense and as an offense, but, but specifically as a defense because now we're playing another juggernaut offense the Chiefs' defense is not as good as the Bills' defense, so it's not as much of a test. But especially on the defensive side of the ball, it's going to be really interesting to see how much we've grown since that Week 2 bloodbath. 
against the Bills. I mean, we haven't lost since then. So, um, one thing I kind of noticed on the game on Sunday was Zach Cunningham was back, mm-hmm. and he played a he played a, a a very solid game. But I think Zach Cunningham being back opens up David Long. I think he has a lot more confidence in Zach Cunningham being on the field than yeah. you know Dylan Cole or someone like that. And I think David Long played arguably his best game as a Titan. He was Sunday. a beast. He was everywhere. He I was shooting gaps left and right everywhere. And he was, and even if he like didn't get somewhere, he was like he read it and busted up, messed up the play somehow. I mean, he was all over the place. He played. That dude worked his tail off. Yeah, he did. He he was running everywhere. He was getting every ball. He was making tackles. And he was reading every play. He shut did a very down great job. a very good running back. Yeah. He did a great job. And then another thing I was going to say was uh, Bud Dupree and Jeffrey Simmons on the D-line are just so elite. And as a dominant as a game Derrick Henry had, I think Jeffrey Simmons had equally as dominant as a game for a defensive player on the other side of the ball. He... He had his one of his sacks was a double team and a hold, and he got through in like point two seconds. Well, and do you remember the play where they handed it off to Damian Pierce, and Jeffrey Simmons literally shoved Kenyon Green into <laughs> Damian Pierce and made the tackle? Yeah, he's like Jeffrey he Simmons literally made a tackle by blocking by taking a blocker into the running back. Yeah, that's. That's a Super Bowl caliber. That is. That right is there, Super, we got, Come on now. We got some Super Bowl caliber I, players for I, sure. I really hope the Titans are wa- watched film yesterday and they were just like, that play <laughs> is insane. You see this, man? That's what it's all about. <laughs> uh, who else? Another guy who played incredibly on defense and has really put in some awesome film on tape right now is Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton had maybe his – it was one of his best games. He was – showing that he can be like a a number one cornerback in the NFL. Yeah, I want to sure. say he was targeted seven times, only allowed Didn't two he, catches, and it was like for 10 yards or 15 yards I or something think, like that. I think I saw one thing that it, the yards that he gave up was like negative yards. I thought I saw something like that on Twitter. How is that possible? It was well, – Like he tackled a screen, screen pass? Yeah, you, you tackled someone behind the line. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. But incredible. A big concern, though, is Amani Hooker got hurt. Again? Did, I thought he stayed in the game, though. Yeah. I thought he was still in there. Mm-mm. Oh. He didn't dang. go back in. So he hurt his shoulder. Um, so that that mm. is a big concern to be looking out for on the injury report list this week. Um, and then Andrew, uh, Andrew Adams. Adams. He, I think he played another great game. and um, I think him and Amani Hooker are a great compliment. And Adam, yeah. Andrew Adams. Which is hilarious. How Andrew, does Andrew Adams, Adams guy just come out of nowhere. He's our Dane Crookshank replacement. Definitely. He's going to match up against Kelsey 100%. a lot this week. Well, I think it, I think what they normally do is what they'll do is, or if they can, what they did last week was against the Colts was they put Amani Hooker down at nickel a lot and had him match up yeah. on a tight end. That was pretty sweet. So I, I think you put a Monty Hooker can take down. So you're shut saying, down almost any time. You're saying I think you put a Monty Hooker into, down on Travis Kelsey. They also okay. like putting them both down in that curl flat area and running yeah. a dime package with just David Long as it, on third downs having your corners, your two safe you know safeties, and then putting a Monty Hooker and Andrew Adams yeah. down yeah. there. But it opens up a lot more uh, creativity that we can do if a Monty Hooker's playing because. Again, Andrew Adams, Money Hooker, and David Long can all pretty much guard a tight end. Whereas 
you know, only having Andrew Adams and David Long, and then I mean, Kevin Byard can as well, but Zach, Cun- Zach Cunningham, Zach Cunningham can't. Terrence yeah. Mitchell really can't. I mean, they're not really trusted guys on the tight end. But it's very versatile when you can move those three safeties around, and you don't know who's going to play the yeah. single high, who's going to play the two high safety, who's going to roll down into the nickel, who's going to roll down into the curl flat. I mean, there's a lot of different moving pieces you can do, and you got to credit our D coordinator Shane Bowen. I mean, he does a great job moving those safeties around, and it's clearly a hard defense to game game plan for. Yep, because we're always doing something different. Yeah. All right, so let's wrap this up with our Malik Willis thoughts from the game. I don't really feel like there's that much there. It's more of just a There's that much yeah, there with him as a player? No, or that much about? that much there to talk about because I feel like I mean he only attempted like 10 passes and they were not good. No, my thing is his stat line what was 10 passes? I think he was, was 6, six for, for 10, 77 yards, yards. A pick and 3 sacks. 50 yards? 58 Brick. yards. That's bad. It, My thing is, yeah. he's definitely not ready. I don't think that a game like Sunday tells us he's not the quarterback of the future. But it does tell us that he's got a lot of work to do, and this is Tannehill's team. For even maybe another year? Question mark? I, 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 I think I would agree with that currently. I do think there's there's not a ton to judge him off of from that game. His stat line looks a lot worse than what I think he could do. I do. He's got to throw the ball. I, I I agree. I was telling, I was texting you, and I think Malik Willis should start kind of be trying to be a pocket quarterback instead of. Looks like they had a couple design runs, and which is great. No, I think he he has the ability to do that too. But I think he has the arm talent to just be a pocket quarterback, and he made a couple throws where I was like. He can, he is such a quick release and can just kind of launch it over there in the corner, which is a good and a bad thing. It's kind of a blessing and a curse where you can kind of be in a dangerous position and throw a pick doing something like that. But I'm not I'm not out on him after that game at all. Yeah. But I also am very pessimistic on him being like a franchise guy. Yeah. Okay. So that's like where Robert's, I am. I feel like Robert's a little like you. You almost don't want to. I am. You wish uh, you didn't see this game. I that's I that's a very good way to put it. I have said from the beginning I did not want Malik to play a meaningful snap all year, and they they put him in there in and a he meaningful did. game. Yeah. He did play a meaningful snap. I said earlier this week I would have rather lost this game than put Malik in there because I think a game like this can really hurt the confidence of a young quarterback. Now we got a good organization. We got good people around him. Hopefully, he can learn from this and get better and improve and not get too down on himself. But that was some really bad game play that he had. I mean, he had he missed a wide open Cody Hollister for an interception. He missed a wide open Chigo Conquo, throws it out of bounds um, on one of his sacks. Nick Westbrook Ikena is is wide open on a dig route and he just doesn't throw it and takes a sack. He almost wanted to throw it too. He like he pumped, yeah, he, pumped. and then he just decided not to. I'm with you, Pettit. What if if my excitement level for Malik Willis was like an eight or nine? It's now like a five or six. Um, I, a big part of it too is how much better do guys get in the NFL? Like once well, you're, I mean, you, Josh Allen's the best example. Okay, Josh Allen's a, okay, good example. So is Ryan Tannehill. For every Josh Allen. You you see a lot of guys come in and they kind of are who they are. Yeah, for every Josh Allen, you get a Mitch Trubisky. 
you get 10 Mitch Trubisky's. Yeah, you get, sorry, yeah, you get you, multiple Mitch like, Trubisky's. At some point, and maybe Malik's the exception to the rule where he just becomes a lot better and he's our franchise quarterback. But that was he has he has so far to go. And you're not and you're not saying that you're out on him. I'm not. You're just saying I'm just you're just saying it 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 hurt you a little bit. Yeah. Watching it because it's it made you doubt a little bit. It made me realize like, all right, he's probably not gonna be the next Michael Vick. I Just because he wears number I seven, had that Robert. Little hope in my head, in the back of my head. You know, maybe he could be Jalen Hurts or Michael Vick. And now I'm like, Jalen Hurts is another example of someone getting better. Yeah, but now I'm like, man, that guy's got a long way to go for that to happen. <laughs> so, as far as it being Ryan Tannehill's team, yeah, I guess. Um, I think we need to draft another quarterback next year. Oh snap! Okay, you know, maybe a maybe a second round Hendon Hooker. Whoa. Oh. Oh, I love that. Maybe I a third round. That. Maybe a third round Stetson Bennett. Oh, I don't. I just threw up in my mouth. Same. I, I, I do think not Stetson, like that. Stetson Stetson's pretty good. Um, but right. really, what that tells me is this Could is Derek. Hen- this is Derrick Henry's that. team. <laughs> Derek this Henry's is Derrick Henry's team. I have a question for you all though. The trade deadline is today. It's today at yes. four o'clock, Central. November first. Yes, we're recording Tuesday morning. Uh, Do the I Titans would, make a move? I would love to trade for no. a lineman like Andre Dillard from the Eagles. Okay. Uh, Even though he's not a starter? Well, who's going to start over Mylotta? Not many people. Um, that's the Eagles left tackle. That's the Eagles left tackle, know. and that's what Andre Dillard is, so... I love that idea, and I also love trading for a wide receiver. I don't think we do either, so I don't think it's worth yeah, it's investing worth, a lot of t- I agree. my mental I don't think we do. into it. That's, that's a good point. I don't think we do. I would, but... There are some teams that that are tanking, very you know that are not interested in playing football this There's year. There's talk about Colts moving Naheem Hines. We don't need Naheem. I Hines. know we don't. I know. I'm just saying that's that's a team that like could. They're starting to maybe not do that well. So are the they're willing the, to be the Panthers sellers. are also a team that look to be tanking with trading off McCaffrey. You yeah, know, and then DJ Moore is the available. Um, they're t- one game out of first in their division. <laughs> it's now. insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got a couple of guys that we just played, Titus Howard, Brandon Cooks. No, Titus Howard and uh, and uh, Laramie Tunsil for the Texans. Oh snap! I mean, we're gonna get old gas mask on our team. Why not? He could play some football. I mean, who knows if they're uh, a two stripe guy in terms of effort? <laughs> they're a variable Shout guy out Paul or Evans. <laughs> but um, I yeah, I would. I, here's the question. Here's the big question. Are we a wide receiver and an offensive line, offensive tackle away? No, that's the question. Are we not? We might be. What's the difference between this it, year's it team? It has to be an elite receiver. I mean, yeah, it would have to be. We're, we're basically an AJ Brown away, and probably a Taylor Lewan away from being a contender this year. I think. Yeah, I think that's with our defense. Don't yeah, make I me cry. So. Don't make me cry. I yeah. mean, did we like AJ Brown just I, had three touchdowns against the Eagles? I wish you didn't bring him up. I'm just saying that it, trade it's, is looking bad. It's looking that very bad. It's looking really. <laughs> we are a number one really wide receiver bad. and a good left tackle away right, t- from I'll, me believing that we have a chance. I'll tell AFC. you our number one wide receiver that we're away from that will be back. Jalen Burks, TB. I think <laughs> I think right. that's that's what hurts even more. Is Traylon Burks and AJ Brown could be on this team right now? Oh. And Taylor won if he didn't decide to die. (laughs) (laughs) 
So so what if we what if we made a move for like a Laramie Tunsil and Traylon Burks comes back from the IR? Do we have I'm, more faith in our team as a contender? Uh, not until they show me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm show, at the point where show show John Garrett. <laughs> you got to show me. They we did uh we talked about last episode. We were like Derrick Henry just. Can you just do it for me? He did it for me. He did it for you. He did it for me. He's back. I know. It wasn't for himself. It no. was for me. Another quick stat on Derrick Henry. He leads the league in yards per game because we've already had a bye. The That's Browns true. have not had a bye. They have theirs next week. So the Derrick and the, Henry. And, and the Giants next week as well. So Derrick. Okay. So we could see Derrick uh, becoming the NFL rushing leader after this week. We'll see. Derrick has 107 yards per game on average. Chubb's at 105 yards a game per, on average. And Derrick has the highest uh, yardage for anybody who's only played seven games so far. So, All righty. Well, that's a good way to wrap it up. Um, big time win. Like we said last episode, not a Mongo win, but still a massive win. Another predictable not scoring more than 24 points. Correct. 17 to 10. At least we Titans. didn't have a number two receiver go off on us this year, this week. Very true. Do we remember the snake draft who had the Texans? Because I don't. We took didn't we out. take the Texans we out? Took the Texans oh, we out. took them out. That's right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. No one wins in the snake draft. But, yeah. 17 10. Titans win. We're 5 and 2. Get your, uh, get your bets in on DraftKings. Get, get Help your us bets out. in on DraftKings. Help Draft us Kings. out. Sign up. Use our promo code TPPN. And we'll have a little Chiefs preview later in the week. Yep. And, yeah, Sunday Night Football against the Chiefs. But that's, uh, that's what we got. And we, uh, we thank you all. I'm JG. I'm Pettit. And I'm Robert. Thank you all. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy. Don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry.